Ahoy! Welcome to Bottom of the Stream, Season 3, Episode 21. Welcome, welcome. How are we on Episode 21? Because time happens. <laughs> time has really happened this year. I know. It still feels like it's like April and it isn't. How are you, Nick? I'm great. Yeah? Yes. Any gossip, news, rumours? I mean... Shit that's gone down? I've learnt that... <laughs> I seem to be the only person in the world who wears in a hat. Yeah, that is true. Are you? I saw a lot of stick that you were given for hat wearing in. But I stand by my choices. Do you always wear in new hats? I, I yeah. <laughs> why, why? You get a new hat, you need to. I don't wear hats for a little bit. I've, I just don't. Me neither. Well, only in the winter, like I said. I don't even really wear them. In the Bubble winter. or beanie. Bubble or beanie. That sounds like one of your games. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make a game that's called Bubble or Beanie? Yeah, I'm sure I can do something. There. I don't know why you need a hat. You've got beautiful hair. Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've ever <laughs> the said. Second to me. nicest thing you've ever <laughs> said to me. In joke. Uh, what's been going on this week in your life? Um, it's my daughter's birthday this week. Oh so, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I got loads of um, cool shit, new Lego and toys to play with. Nice. She's at that nice age now where it's you're getting all the cool toys. Yeah. They were on hyper mode when I came around the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. They super excited. <laughs> super excited. Um, yeah, we've got like a science experiment set. Nice. Um, Jurassic Park Lego. I'm coming around to play with that yep, then. 100%. Harry <laughs> Potter Lego. Nice. Um, and uh, the... <laughs> so it's all changed since I was a kid. Yeah. So you, you know how Lego's got... Like, obviously, it's got all these licensed yeah, properties yeah, yeah. now. So it's like Playmobil. Yeah. So she's got this... Uh, the Playmobil Ghostbusters Firehouse. Nice. It's awesome. That does sound cool. I so, do want to have a go at that. Yeah. yeah cool. When, when I was a kid, Lego was just a box full of bricks and you used to make whatever you wanted out of it. So I, it's not so much anymore, is it? I mean, I remember pirate, Pirates was like a big yeah. thing because that was like the first, like you say, non, yeah. just box of bricks. Just box full stuff. of bricks. But yeah, yeah. That's, it's been cool. Cool. Been so a good, week. good week. How about you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I've been to cinema a couple of times. Oh, how's nice. Back, that back in the house, back in the hutch. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, um, I went to see the Shawshank Redemption. Which, did I mention that last week? Yeah. Uh, I think I did. You said you booked it in. Was I going or... I'm trying to remember if this was an on-air or an <laughs> off-air conversation. I'm not... Well, I've been to see the Shawshank Redemption, which is my favourite, one of my favourite ever films. So that was nice to see on the big screen. But this week I went to see Flash Gordon. Oh, lovely. Which has been remastered into 4Ks. Yes, it's 40 years old. 40 years old this year, which is insane. And also the same age as the film that we're doing this week. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um... There was a bit of an issue, though. Right. Um, the film started. Yeah. We sat watching it with our masks on, all masked up and nice. Sure. Got 20 minutes in. Suddenly, the lights came on and the screen went off. Right. And we were like, well, I know this film's longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's really happened yet. Um, the la- lady from the cinema came in and she was like, uh, we think the voices are out of sync with the picture. So we've rebooted the projector and we'll start back from where you start, where you finished okay. in about five minutes. Okay. Ten minutes went by and we started back from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Um, Flash Gordon is famously really badly dubbed and has always been like that because the guy who plays Flash Gordon that's not his voice <laughs> it's overdubbed by somebody else and you're telling me they the didn't know that staff at the cinema <laughs> did not realise they did not know that they thought it was just their projector playing up when in fact it's a 40 year old film and it's low budget B-movie crap and it was supposed to be like that I'm not quite sure what to say that's <laughs> really funny so it wasted half an hour of my life <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got. I'd been in the cinema for fifty minutes and saw twenty plus, minutes of a film. Plus all the adverts. Plus there wasn't many adverts. To okay. be fair. There's no trailers because nothing's coming out. Right. Of course. I think there was two trailers and about four adverts. But yeah, it was like fifty minutes in and I'd seen twenty minutes twice. 
My, my brother has never seen the film before and has now seen the first 20 minutes twice. He must have been so confused. He was. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and we, of course, we were like half an hour late going home then. So it was like 11 by the time I got home. So it was an experience. It's never it's something that's never happened to me in the cinema before. But I'm enjoying watching all these old films on the big screen. I hope that carries on for a bit. It's it's a cool cool uh, initiative, isn't it? Now, Karate Kid's up next week, I think. But oh, lovely. I'm not a big fan of the Karate Kid, so I might miss it. That first one's good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge on it. No, we, we actually, funnily enough, we watched that not long ago in my house. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm not. I don't know. I've just never been big on it. But we've got Tenet coming out soon and a few other things. So sure. Cinema updates will continue as I keep going because I'm enjoying being back there. I feel like I'm c- coming home. <laughs> uh, we've not done the social. Shall I run through some social media? Yeah, medias? let's do that. Follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram. That is the same, at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, the website is www.bartmotherstream.com, where you will find every episode we've ever recorded and all three seasons stream tables. Or you can check us out on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash bartmotherstream, where you can chuck us a couple of quid every month. And we, in return, will give you some bonus episodes, some early access to the episodes, a wild card if you come in at a certain level, and just generally be your friends. If you can't do that, then uh, can you please leave us a review either on Apple Podcasts, on Podchaser, or any whence else that you can leave <laughs> reviews about podcasts. Any whence else. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> because uh, that helps the algorithm and it puts our little thumbnail in front of more people. It really does. And it is really helpful. So yeah, if you could do that, that would be wonderful. Uh, we want to slip into your ear holes like a humanoid from the deep. <laughs> Very good. Uh, where should we go with Netflix news? Do you want to do some Netflix news, Nick? I'll take the news this week. Oh, exciting times. So let's first talk about Guillermo del Toro. Oh, one of my favorite subjects. Okay. So he has a new movie coming exclusively to Netflix. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure when. No, I, I've heard about this. I also do not know when. Because uh, release dates, as we have said many times, yeah. Uh, uh, a bit up in the air at the minute. Um, but he is releasing and co-directing a stop-motion animated picture. And it's his version of Pinocchio. Nice. Isn't it a musical as well? Uh, there are songs written yeah. by the good man himself. Yeah, Excellent times. Do you want to know the cast? I would love to know the cast. <laughs> because it's pretty impressive. I've heard a couple, but yeah, hit me. So, Ewan McGregor yep. is playing the cricket. Nice. Not Jiminy, because that's his trademark by Disney. <laughs> uh, David Bradley is playing Geppetto. But with a stream alum. Yeah. in one of our films. Very, very early on. He was in Go Await on. Further Instructions. He was. Well done. He was in. He was the racist dad in Await Further Instructions. Granddad, yeah. Granddad, yeah. Yeah, check out our episode on Await Further Instructions. Um, episode three. Third, third episode we ever did. That's, that's not all, though. The remainder of this cast. Tilda Swinton. Nice. Christoph Waltz. Nice couple of oscar nominees there kate blanchett nice oh, this is a massive cast finn wolfhard cool john Turturro. fucking hell uh ron perlman who's nice. got, got to be in a uh guillermo del toro yeah, just, that's just the rules and tim blake nelson wow that's a massive cast yeah that's coming to netflix it is excellent there is a live action pinocchio coming out at the cinema so oh, trailer that? for it like um, a disney remake I are think, they doing that i don't know if it's disney or is it something but and I, I've seen the trailer. It looks really creepy and horrible. Okay. And I don't know when it's coming. I, I can't tell you any more than that, other than that it is coming. But it's coming. It must be coming soon. It's like um, Deep Impact and Armageddon all over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
They obviously, it always seems to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Cool. Good news. So yeah, keep keep an eye out for that one. That sounds it, quite exciting. That does. I love David that, Bradley. Yeah, that does really um, sound exciting. Another movie that has released onto Netflix this week hmm. uh, is something that won an award at the Sundance Film Festival in January. Oh, right. Okay. Before when you were allowed to get together and do, do things. Do film shows and awards. Um, and it won Best Short Film. Okay. And it's called John Was Trying to Contact Aliens. <laughs> that sounds right on my street it's, already. It's 16 minutes long. Yeah. And you can go and find it on it's on Netflix, Netflix now. It is there now. I will Checked earlier. check that out. And it's a documentary yeah. uh, about a man called John <laughs> who has basically spent 30 years looking for extraterrestrial life. Wow. And every night at 9pm, he basically does a radio broadcast. Really? For aliens. <laughs> nice. A bit like what we do. Yeah. But he beams it out with all this all this equipment. And uh, yeah. It's, that sounds it's really for interesting. A, for an extraterrestrial audience. He plays them music. <laughs> and gives them a taste of sort of human culture. Awesome. Um, and this has been his life's work. Wow. <laughs> so apparently, I've not checked it out yet. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Um or tonight, if I can spare 16 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure you can spare 16 minutes. <laughs> and uh, apparently it's really good. Yeah, award-winning, like I say. So, yeah, nice. check that out. I will check that out, definitely. My next one is Enola Holmes. Oh, yeah, we talked which, about this a while back, didn't we? Yeah, so Netflix seems to have um, resolved their legal disputes with good. the estate of uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And that has got a release date of the 23rd of September. Oh, that's pretty soon as well. So this is Millie Bobby Brown yeah. playing... The Netflix darling. Yes, she is playing Sherlock Holmes' sister. Uh, and she will be solving many crimes, <laughs> I'm sure. At least one crime. Um, awesome. And the first of many, I'm sure. Is that I a film? Know. It is, yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, and my final bit of news is that Warrior Nun has been renewed for season two. Nice. <laughs> I've um, not seen any of that yet. Is it, have you checked it out? I watched the first one and I enjoyed it. So I will watch the rest. Cool. Because um, you, we had this conversation. I was going to watch that and you were going to watch... Cursed. Yeah. I've done about three episodes of Curse Got Pored. Will you go back? Probably not. Okay. But you haven't recommended Warrior Nun to me yet. So. No. <laughs> I, it's more of a time thing though. I did quite yeah, enjoy I know the first one. It's, it's hard just, at the minute. Yeah. Um, I've just not got, not, got, not got back to it yet. Yeah. Um, I've only got one little bit of news and that's about The Crown. Okay. Uh, they have announced the release date for season four, finally, uh, which is the 15th of November. Okay. Uh, apparently it's all filmed and recorded. It was done before lockdown, but they've kept it in their pocket. For, for, for this wise. one yeah wise move so yeah season 4 of The Crown will be coming on the 15th of November and it will introduce two new characters of Margaret Thatcher and Princess Diana played by Gillian Anderson and I don't know why I started that sentence because I don't know the end of it <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Thatcher is played by Gillian Anderson brilliant I don't know who's playing Princess Diana She's she looks just like her though uh, yeah that's my only bit of news this week Ace have you watched anything good at the top of the stream I haven't really watched much this I week I haven't either because of aforementioned family, family events, events. And, and the um, weather's been really nice it has i have played a little bit of fall guys nice still so i would like to know have you got any better i have a win amazing <laughs> i got a win a couple of the night after we recorded last week okay after we went downstairs after you'd gone i turned it on and i got a win it was very exciting that must have been a very proud moment it was a very proud moment it's my only one still okay i know somebody who has 30 what? It's very annoying. No. <laughs> yeah. And I've like watched it. him do most of them, so I know he's telling the truth. Yeah, it's a great game. They've updated it today. 
Oh, have they? And they've made a few changes. So, like, the team games are quite annoying. And now, in this latest update, there's no more back-to-back team games. Right, so you only okay. get one in each. I, I like some of them. I quite like the tail one. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't really like the... I don't like the football one. No, I didn't like the football one. The egg one's quite good. People who have not played this are not going to know what we're talking about. But check out Four Guys. It's free on PlayStation Plus at the minute. I have not won one. I have made a final. That's good. So small gains. Yeah, absolutely. I've made a few finals. I just have only won one so far. Yeah, check out Four Guys. It's really good. I had a... I probably should mention, I had a very lazy day last Sunday. Right. Uh, we were going to go out for the day and it rained. Yes. So yeah, we decided horrible. to have an indoor picnic and watch some films. Great. We watched five films. That's impressive. <laughs> in one day. I think it's my record. I don't think I've ever done five in a day before. Come on then. Reel them off. I can't, some of them were on Netflix and some of them weren't. So okay. I can't remember which ones are. Um, we watched Jumanji. That's definitely on Netflix. Oh, good the original, original Jumanji with Robin Williams. Great film. I love it so much. It's one of my favourite 90s kids films, yeah. I guess. Uh, we followed that with Hook. Oh, right. Which is also on Netflix. And also with Robin Williams. And also with Robin Williams. We started off on a, a very much on a Robin Williams kick. And also from the 90s. Yeah. That's a good, not a bad double you'll notice, header. You'll notice a uh, trend. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's what we thought. That was the original plan, to watch two films. Hook call it a gets a lot of stick. It does, for absolutely no reason. And I, I like it. I, I, I remember it. having it on VHS, and I, I remember watching it a lot as a kid. And I know it is a bit, it does take a while to get going. To be fair, it's a really long film as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's on for two and a half hours. It is a long kids' film. Yeah, but I think it is unfairly the story-wise, uh, it's fantastic. Unfairly judged a lot of the time. Dustin Hoffman, yeah, Dustin Hoffman as Hook is incredible. Yeah, he's good. And Bob Hoskins as Smee is really good. Uh, and Robin Williams obviously is just always good. Uh, we followed that up with Big ah, with Tom Hanks, classic. <laughs> that don't think that is on Netflix. It might be on Amazon Prime. We okay. were kind of flicking between the two. Uh, by this time it was getting quite late at night well like 7 o'clock at night mm-hmm. so we watched Shaun of the Dead because that is a great film also I'm, I'm liking these choices uh, we had we ordered pizza at the pizza during Shaun of the Dead and then ordered another takeaway of dessert <laughs> had a raspberry and white chocolate waffle it was Lovely. amazing and we watched Stand By Me which nice. is my favourite film of all time which I make no secret of that's oh, fantastic absolutely worship everything about that film and that was it it was like 10 o'clock at night by this point and we called it a day and it was amazing and by the time I got into bed that day I'd done 733 steps <laughs> <laughs> oh my word it was the laziest day of all time but living the dream brilliant cool uh, yes yeah, so some of them are on Netflix most I think two of them were yeah the rest might have been on Amazon but yeah that was my uh, that was my day on Sunday like it uh, also I watched Earlier tonight, the first episode of High Score, which oh, we talked about yes. last week, the which is the new video game documentary, documentary. Uh, narrated by the guy who's played Mario for the last 25 how years. How was it? It was quite interesting. It was, The first episode's all about Atari and how it went from, sure. well, they jumped from arcades to... It was like the, the first home, home thing home to console, invade the yeah. home market, wasn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. And it was quite interesting. They got the guy who programmed Space Invaders on there. Okay. Originally, he got all the original drawings and everything. That was quite interesting. I've, I, my, I've seen the trailer, um, so I've not got, I've not got around to watching any of it yet. I, I kind of feel, has it got the sort of Toys That Made Us vibe, or is it a bit Pretty more... much, yeah. It's a bit more in-depth, probably, than that one. Not tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's not as funny as that, but okay. it's quite interesting. It's like, they had the guy who programmed Pac-Man, the original guy who programmed that. Okay. But then they talked about the E.T. video game on the Atari. Yes, the one that, that they killed, they them. had to dump, like, thousands, thousands of copies in the desert, didn't and they? It kind of killed Atari, and that's... That's where the end. Episode one ended, so it was like 
going to lead on, I guess, into Nintendo Excellent. and Sega and all that. So yeah, I'm definitely going to stick with it. It was quite interesting. It's well worth it. If you're into any sort of video games, it's well worth checking out. There are 50 minute episodes on Netflix. I think there's five of them or six. But yeah, well worth checking oh, out. Yeah, definitely we'll be watching that. Have you seen anything? Have you been watching anything? Or have we already talked about you? Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> okay, my bad. I uh, That's fine. Have you got I, anything um, else you want to talk about? Yeah, it. I, I I want to go into something that is very related to this week's movie. Okay. Uh, are the we 80s. doing that, or are we going through the top ten? No, we'll do that. Okay, cool. We could, we'll see how we go. Good, because this is also a list. So no, good. Let's we don't not do list ourselves lists. out. So um, I will give a shout out to wegotthiscovered.com <laughs> uh, because we are going to talk about. I don't know why it's nine, but it's <laughs> the top nine <laughs> extremely lame. Horror movie monsters. Oh, how accurate. How apt. Um, I don't think this is in a ranked order. I think it is just nine lame <laughs> monsters. Um, and there is no humanoids from the deep on here. So, so that's ten then. <laughs> but we'll get to that towards the end. So the first one. Yep. It's the bed from a movie from 1977 called Deathbed. The <laughs> bed that eats. Okay. That sounds amazing. I'm in for it. And... Um, it basically says that um, the bed is located in a haunted location in the middle of the woods, uh, accompanied by an evil demon imprisoned in a painting who talks to this bed. <laughs> and, I am all in on this. And um, the bed devours chicken Vic, uh, human victims chicken victims you were going to say that <laughs> was yeah and uh, sucks them into its soft luxurious depths wow so how you get a a cannibal bed I have no idea but I definitely want to try and check this film out <laughs> it brought to mind um, A Nightmare on Elm Street because doesn't Johnny Depp get eaten by a bed yeah he kind of gets sucks in sucked sucked bed, sucks in sucks in <laughs> they have then I think we've both seen this movie okay because the next one on this list is the monster in Jeepers Creepers. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's too lame, is it? So, I mean... Isn't it I, based on something real, I believe? It's like an urban legend, isn't, isn't it? It's so, so, I kind of remember this being a a film that I really liked for the first hour or so. Yeah. And then, and I think this is the point in, in this list here, is that, you know, upon the reveal... Of the villain. Yeah. I haven't seen Jeepers bit, Creepers for a long time, but I do remember a it being shitty. a bit yeah, a bit disappointing. Um because it's is this like mythical creature, creature, like you say. Whereas whereas before that is you think it's like a bit of a yeah. psycho dude. Isn't it I think it's based is it based on Mothman or am I making that up? I, I think it is something like that, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's definitely based on some sort of mythology mythological Yeah, so I was quite surprised at that. Um Yeah, I wouldn't uh, put that. This in. next one, I've not seen this movie. Right. And I, I'm never going to. Okay. But I, I've heard how bad it is supposed to be. Okay. And it's it's a movie by one of our favourites. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, God. Have you ever seen The Happening? No. Oh, have I? I maybe have. So this is the one about nature just kills people. Yeah, this is basically the, the where the plants release yeah. sort like of a spore. killing toxins. I think I have seen it, actually. Is it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Yeah, I think I have seen it. Is it as bad as people make Probably, out? Probably, because I don't remember if I've even seen it or not. All of his films are bad. And then it's... And yeah, I... I That's, no, they're not all bad. Are they not? <laughs> Most of them are. I, th- I think it's... Like, The Sixth Sense is good, but yeah. it's, everyone's so over-familiar with it. 
Yeah, the sixth sense is good the first time you see it if you don't know the twist. But then he just kind of tried to recreate that every time. There's good films with killer plants in it. Yeah, there are. Little Shop Horrors. Yeah. (laughs) That was the first one that came to my head. But just... It can be done. Yeah. Jumanji. That's got killer plants in it. (laughs) So... Sorry, I'm getting distracted. No, it's fine. We've got the stream table in front of us. (laughs) Adam Scott's beard is on the screen (laughs) and it's really distracting. That is a pretty lame horror movie monster. That (laughs) beard is awful. So the next one is The Blob. Uh, Yeah. I've not seen it, but I am aware uh, so of it. I, I remember seeing it. So, um, yeah, when, when I was a lot, lot younger. But it is it is shit. It's just a but blob of stuff. Yeah, isn't it intentionally But it's like shit. a classic yeah. 50s it's horror movie monster. Surely, yeah. Well, no, the blob's not supposed to be shit. No, but they, they didn't expect it to be like Oscar winning, did they? They, no. they know exactly what they were doing. But it's become cult. So I don't think that's lame. No, I don't either. I, I, if you look at it really objectively and critically... It's a bit of jelly. I suppose it's a bit late. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, but it's but it's. I wouldn't have that on. This it's place. harsh. I've never seen this movie. I'd always wanted to. Okay. Leprechaun. I have seen Leprechaun. It's Warwick um, Davis, isn't it? I think it is. That was that's who came into my head when you said it. I'm pretty sure it is. But it is a bit cheesy. But then when it came out, it probably wasn't. There's probably people who are terrified of Leprechaun. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston, isn't it? She got didn't she get her start in a Leprechaun really? movie? Yeah, I think you're right. I think she did. I think you're right. I mean, an evil leprechaun. That's it's, not. It's it's not. It's not that lame, is it? No, it's also not that cool, is it? I think yeah. they did make about six of them, though, yeah, didn't loads they? Of leprechaun films. <laughs> Isn't there a remake as well? I think there was one a few years ago. Yeah, I think there is. So I'm not sure about that one. The next one is from a 1970s movie. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Okay, cool. Called Night of the Lepus. Lepus. Yeah, that's Latin. It's it's um. Especially rabbits. I thought you were saying lepers wrong. <laughs> it's rabbits. Night yeah. of the rabbits. So this is like someone's seen the birds. Yeah. And just gone. done that with rabbits. <laughs> and superimposed rabbits. Just normal rabbits. On t- <laughs> You're really selling this. As killer rabbits. Um, like zombie beavers, but rabbits. It's it's quite star-stood though. Really? Janet Lee. <laughs> wow. And DeForest Kelly, who was... Bones in the original Star Trek. Oh, wow. DeForest Kelly is a great name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? They face off against ginormous man-eating bunny rabbits. <laughs> I'm kind of up for that. We used to watch a lot of B-movies. We don't do it so much anymore, but we should do it more. Yeah, exactly. If this was like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, yeah, would you be saying that's lame? No, not at all. <laughs> it's one of my favourite films. So, uh, yeah... Um, Lee, uh, that's a massive name. Yeah, so it, it just says, um, two researchers develop a ser- serum to interfere with rabbits' breeding cycles. Unfortunately, one of the bunnies escapes, things go hon- horribly wrong, and the rabbits grow, breed, and develop a taste for human flesh. <laughs> Obviously. What if I was to say the next one, would you be more or less excited? So, killer rabbits yeah. versus killer shrews. <laughs> shrews like little mice. Yeah. I'm not as scared of shrews as I am of rabbits. I have a picture here from the article, and they have clearly just thrown a rug on some dogs. <laughs> now, it, show is, me. it is from 1959. Okay. So I, I'll show you this, and then I'll, I'll send it to you, and maybe we can tweet it yeah, out I'll tweet in the week. It out. Yeah, it's definitely a dog with a rug on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a big shrew. Yeah, g- gigantic man-eating shrews. <laughs> Again, this is... <laughs> This is some scientific experiments that have gone wrong. So the basic premise is that you've got a group of scientists who are helping to stave off world hunger by shrinking people. 
and okay. they're using shrews as test animals. <laughs> but again, but they've got bigger. Things go horribly wrong, <laughs> and the shrews grow to a gigantic size. That's not a bad idea for curing world <laughs> hunger. Just make people smaller. Okay, I like that idea. I mean, I'm not sure the science will back it up. But well, if you're small, you don't need to eat as much food. No, I no, I get the theory. <laughs> the theory works. The, the realms of possibility. Yeah, well, that's somebody else's problem. I'm just an ideas guy. I I had to double do a double take at this this next one. Number eight is Jack Frost from the Christmas film. Well, that's what I thought, but this is a different Jack Frost. Oh, it's a killer snowman. Right. It's made the year before the Michael Keaton film. Right. But in this version, you have a convicted serial killer who's on his way to his execution. I think I've seen this. He then befalls a terrible accident in a in a road collision and comes back as a snowman. I think I've seen it. Really? I genuinely think I've seen it. When you've just said that, it's like all come flooding back to me. Wow, that's weird how that works, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's buried somewhere in your brain. Somewhere completely buried. I'm positive I've seen it. On the, plus, on the opposite side, that Michael Keaton film is brilliant. The, the Jack Frost version of that film. I love it, that. It's, it's shit, but it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even looking when at When I the, say brilliant, I mean... Again, even shit, looking at the picture, it. I thought, oh, that's that Jack Frost that. film. Yeah, it does. It looks just like it. <laughs> the Michael Keaton one. Uh, there's also a sequel. Um, Michael Keaton in it? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> so, I, can I give a spoiler? Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> so spoiler it, alert. It says he, he, Jack he, Frost too. <laughs> he's basically destroyed by antifreeze. Uh, melted, makes sense. Melted down, poured into containers, and buried deep underground. Okay. Unfortunately, in the sequel, somebody Jumanji's him. He, he bubbles back up to the surface, <laughs> and the sequel is called Jack Frost Two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Amazing. I haven't seen that. I'm no. positive I've seen that first one. It feels like it's the sort of thing you would have seen. Yeah. So let's bookend this list. Okay. With. Another appearance from M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, can I have a guess? <laughs> Please do. Mm, there is one, and I can't feel what it's called. There's like an alien, weird alien creature in it. What's it? What hit me? I'm not sure. So this, I have seen this film years ago, and I, I'm aware that this is a film which some people do quite like. I can't remember what it's called. I know what you're going to say. And some people think... That it doesn't earn its twist, and it's an absolute fucking con. Go on. And it is The Village. Fucking hell. <laughs> the Village is one of the worst films I've ever seen. It definitely doesn't earn its twist. Do you want to explain the twist? Can you remember? Yeah, they're all, do, I, do I want to give the twist away? Yeah, I don't want people to watch it. <laughs> it's set in, like, the past. They, they all live in, like, an old medieval village. Sure. And it turns out they're actually living in the real world in modern-day times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a load of old people in costumes we, as opposed to a proper scary monster. Yeah. I went to see that film at the cinema with our good friend Wayne, who I will name check because it was one of the funniest moments of my life. Because as soon as that film finished, he stood up in the cinema and went, well, that was a fucking waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I remember that. I vividly remember that. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what he said, but it was something along those lines in front of the whole cinema. Yeah. It was awful. It's an awful film. It's Bryce Dallas Howard, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it is. So there you go. I think it was one of her first films. Cool, a, that was an interesting list. Terrible selection there yeah. of lame horror movie villains. Talking of monsters. selections of terrible lame horror movie monsters, yeah. shall we talk about this week's film? Let's do it.
So this week we watched a film called. It's debatable what this film's called. Yeah, well, that is the first note I have. <laughs> Me too. Um, Netflix has it as Humanoids from the Deep. Yep. IMDb has it as Monster. Okay. And the film itself has it as Monster Humanoids from the Deep. And <laughs> it was almost like it was embarrassed to be called Humanoids from the Deep. Because <laughs> the title card mind. comes up. Yeah. It's massive, huge red letters. Monster. Monster. And then in the tiniest <laughs> little font, yeah. in brackets... It's literally just under the N of Monster. Humanoids from the Deep. Yeah. It's like it does not want to be called that. It What's just happening there? I don't know. It's really weird. But then the poster says Humanoids from the Deep on Netflix. It doesn't even mention the word Monster. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's from 1980. Um, it's X-rated according to IMDb, but 15 according to Netflix. Okay. Um, it's one hour and 20 minutes long. Currently rated at 5.7 on IMDb. Stars a guy called Doug McClure, who plays Jim... Um, I haven't really written much about what these other people have been in. I've just tried to get some facts because cool. they're all like, they've been in stuff, but not stuff that our sort of listeners will have heard yeah. of. Um, Doug McClure made a career of agelessness. So, I'm, I'm glad this is coming <laughs> up. Um, he always He had very young looks. It was always a very young looking guy and he always played sidekicks. To right. Young looking sidekicks in films. Um on IMDb, he has more than 500 individual credits. Wow. Which is crazy, including like episodes of TV shows yeah. and stuff, which is a lot. Uh, Fortunately, he died in 1995 of lung cancer. Okay. Did you have something you wanted to say about him? It's more the fact that, and we'll get into this, he is a lot older than the character he plays in this movie. <laughs> yes, he very much is. <laughs> I, when we get into like some of the fight scenes and stuff. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to talk about. I can't wait to talk about that fight scene. I'm so excited to talk about that fight scene. Um, Also stars Anne Turkle, who plays Dr. Susan Drake. Um, She is a former model. Okay. She was six foot three. Really? Yeah. And she used to be married to Richard Harris. Yeah, I kind of thought I might have recognised her. Yeah. Um, She's been in loads of stuff. Okay. Um, She was a Golden Globe nominee in 1994. 1974 okay. for Call Harry Clown, right. which is a Richard Harris film. She used to be in all of his films. So ah, then she married okay. him. Then they got divorced. Now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly for 1980, this one's directed by a lady. Yeah. Um, directed by Barbara Peters, who was well into trashy, low-budget drive-in movies okay. in the late 70s and 80s. What I should point out, and what I will point out, because it's my job, is... This film suffered from reshoots, um, which Barbara Peters was dead against. Oh, interesting. I like a bit of uh, <laughs> bit of on-set gossip. Anna Turkle, who I mentioned earlier, yes. took this part because she liked the fact that it was a female, basically a female-led monster fi- picture yep. with no sex in it. Um, uh, that's different you have seen the this film. film. <laughs> <laughs> there is an awful lot of sex in it for a 1980s film that, uh, not uh, not only a lot of sex there is a lot of sexism yes now the movie that barbara peters directed had no sex scenes and no sexual references in whatsoever right um when she found out that the studio were not happy about this she protested it and was eventually fired okay she was replaced by a guy called jimmy murakami okay. who did reshoots with some of the lesser known cast members to add in all of the sex scenes and all of the brazen nudity <laughs> that is prominent with the females in this film. I see. You'll notice that uh, Turkle does not appear in any of those scenes. Yeah. And they're all out of place. Uh, and Turkle only took the part because it didn't have any sex in it. 
So yeah. she is very much against this film now. Okay. And so is Barbara Peters. This is a... I, I, we'll get into this. This is a really problematic film. It does not age well. It has not aged well it, at all. It has a pretty disgusting attitude to women. <laughs> yeah. But I think that was the... the this genre of film in that time period yeah. was like that. And both these two ladies took this film because it wasn't like that. And then the studio and it ended heads, up becoming... The studio heads turned it into yeah. that. Wow. I thought it was really interesting. Do you have a one-word review? Slimy. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as we come up to those scenes, I'll point them out because they are they do stand out somewhat chronic in this film. Um, where does the film start, Nick? Kelp. It does. It's I am absolutely positive that this is a fish tank. Yeah, that is like cam- that a camera is being pointed at. Hundred percent. However, it's supposed to be under the water, under the ocean. Uh, yeah, we are we waving, swimming our way through a kelp forest. <laughs> Um, and then my first note is, hang on a minute, this movie's called Monster. <laughs> Have I put the right thing on? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we get we get some of the credits, and then we surface, and we are in a harbour, shipping yard, boat yard. Small fishing village. Yeah. yeah. Very tight local community. Um, there's only, looks to be about 100 people live there. It was quite difficult to keep up with this in the early stages, because... Everybody looks the same in yeah. this film. There aren't hardly any names ever get mentioned. At the middle-aged beginning. white men. Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Nobody mentions anybody's name for no. ages in this film. And I was like, uh, and at one fir- point I was like, am I watching a sequel to something that I should know who all these people are? And the first five minutes, because you're walking through the through the harbour, yeah. and it's, okay, this guy owns this boat, this guy owns this boat. Yeah. And you, you know they're going to come back into this route. But yeah, you can't pick up names At that away. point, it, it doesn't matter who they are. They're just, no, exactly. you, can't even, you don't even know at that point who is going to be the main just character. some fishermen. Yeah, some fishermen. Uh, and it turns out that somebody wants to open a cannery yes. in the town, which yeah. is, I guess, can, canned fish, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah, they want to... They want to so there's a, there's a there's, company from outside who yeah. wants to come into this town and build and invest and because um, they catch salmon don't they yes and so, they want they want to open a cannery which just reminded me of like an episode of the simpsons yeah. with like little it was Lisa. very much like that <laughs> um and obviously this is a town that has um made its its reputation and its industry is is fishing yeah uh, some of the locals seem to be quite for it though yes and some of them are against it some of them think yeah this is going to secure the future of the town town. uh, and and others are very much against it It takes the identity of the town away and it's yeah not everything's going to change basically there is also a lot of debate in these first couple of scenes whether or not there is actually enough salmon out there yeah so you've got a set of fishermen who sort of saying this is like this film's not this boring but this is just (laughs) the context the beginning of it is that like they're worried that there's not enough fish out there to sustain them going forward. So yeah. if they can get this cannery in, then there'll be able there's to a re- there's them. there's going to be more jobs in the town. Yeah. Just after all that boring exposition at the beginning, we head out onto a boat with somebody. We do, and they have caught something. They've got a net fishing, aren't they? And something big. Something big is in their net, and they are pretty sure they've caught a big load of salmon. I guess. Yeah. Um, we on the other hand find out quite quickly that that is not what they've caught because we go under the water and there's, you see like a hand, I guess. Yeah, so we're like net. point of view as we are this thing. Thing, whatever it and is. And the hand is just sort of it's grabbing the, at net the net. and trying to get out. Yeah. The 
winch that they're using to pull it in runs out of gas. This is a real like final destination moment, this, <laughs> this scene. And so I'm going to explain it in order. The winch they're using to pull the net out of the sea runs out of gas. They, so there's a young kid on yep. the boat. Who, so his dad is the skipper. The skipper. Uh, I said skipper. That's not something we would normally say. Um, got the lingo. And yeah, and he runs. He gets his kid to go off and get some more gas for the winch. It's his job to maintain the winch. He's basically, like, fucking stupid kid. Get yeah, your yeah. head out of the comics and yeah, uh, and fill, fill up. up my pump. Um, that sounds rude. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound rude, but it wasn't. No. Fill up my pump is not a rude thing. No. Empty my pump, maybe. <laughs> um, a stupid kid though. He fills up the winch with the gas, but he drops the gas on the floor after he's done it. Petrol, I guess, is what it is. Not yeah. this is what we say gas because we're not American. So he's he's filling the pump. Yep, he's got his nozzle in the hole, <laughs> and then his dad is like, "God, we're going to be here for ages." His, his dad is like, "Forget about that. Come and help me pull it in. Yank this. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. Come and help me yank this net in. Yeah, because I've got a whopper. So, <laughs> wow. So then the. <laughs> The upshot of this is that the petrol slash gas ends up all over the deck of the boat. The skipper then shouts to the guy driving the boat, pull forward and that'll... Yeah, get the engine going. Get the engine going. Unfortunately, there's no oil pressure in the boat. So this is a, this is a catalogue They are not prepared for this trip. They're not prepared to have ca- caught anything in this <laughs> trip, that's for sure. Um, so they decide to manually pull in the net. So there's three of them there, yanking on this net, trying to get it into the boat. Um, unfortunately, the winch falls over. Yeah, and the kid falls in the water, and it goes all jaws on us because this blood just bubbles up from where the kid was. Yeah, you just get the cloud kid of red. Is our first victim in this film. R.I.P. Um, the guy who's driving the boat runs out onto the deck, and he's like, so he has, "Shit!" He has a flare. He's loaded he's a, flare a flare gun. gun. Yeah, because they're in trouble. They they're, can't yeah. move, and somebody's uh, just so he, he gives the mayday call. I presume uh, they think there's a shark. Yeah, so I, I'm not. They don't know what it is, do they? But um. Yeah, he gives a mayday call and he uh, he runs out onto the boat with this flare gun. Yeah. I think he slips. He does, he trips over. But it kind of cuts away. Yeah. It's really, it made me laugh. <laughs> made me uh, laugh. You don't see him hit the deck. No. You kind of see him stumble and then the boat explodes. Yeah. Fucking huge explosion. Yeah. The whole thing goes up. And there's another boat watching and they're just like... Oh, it's nobody dead. Everybody's dead. There's nobody in the water. Yeah. And they just move on. Bolts <laughs> like, exploded. Bolts exploded <laughs> over there. There's nobody in the water. We'll just leave it. Be fine. It'll just sink. And it does sink. And we never see them people also, again. Also, I don't know. Oh, it's going to sound really horrible. Because this is an old film. Yeah. And it's a massive explosion. It's a small boat. It's not the biggest explosion in this film. But it's also a tiny boat. The yeah. actual special <laughs> effects shot. It's a tiny boat. And it looks like the seagulls. <laughs> like... Fucking dragons. <laughs> it did. I'm glad you they've, they've clearly just used a model. Yeah. And, and and just left the normal size seagulls in there. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was great. <laughs> There's some... We'll come to them, but the, some of the explosions in this film are comical. Because the can of gas as well. It was tiny. Yeah. It was like a pint, maybe. It was like a travel kettle type yeah. thing. Obviously, there's more gas on the boat as well, but... Yeah. It don't blow up that much. <laughs> it just catches fire. It's like a Death Star going yeah, up. It was. Um, cut from there, we cut to Jim's family. Uh, they're kind of just sitting around the house. Uh, he's got a kid and a dog and a wife. He's got a very young wife. <laughs> I Like, uncomfortably so. Yeah. Like this... I don't think he's as old as you think he is. Because uh, Maybe not. It said he always played younger. But in this film, he does look quite old compared to everybody else. 
He looks like he could be a granddad. I'm going to find out how old he is. Or oh. How old he was at this time. <laughs> because he's got... Can I talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got a a crew member on his boat. I thought it was his son. Because he's like a grown-up yeah. man. <laughs> a grown-up man. I thought it was his son. And he later says, oh, no, that's my brother. Agreed. Um, go on then, age him. Give me, give me a guess at how old you think he was when he made this film. Doug McClure. Um, 62. <laughs> Doug McClure died at age 60. Oh, okay. 15 years after this film was made. <laughs> oh, no. Doug McClure was 45 when he made no this way. film. No way, he had a tough paper round. IMDb credits him as being ageless and as always playing young roles. Okay, well maybe they maybe they got um, <laughs> they got his wife wrong. Oh well, that's what they're saying now. I guess he's he's supposed to he, be paying about forty five. That's roughly the age. He looks his character he, does look older than that. He does not look forty five. Doesn't. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, so um, he he looks sixty and his wife looks twenty. He's like six years older than us. Can't all win the looks. Uh, that's true. Lottery. Me and you did, but he didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're all sitting around chatting, I guess, um, and then suddenly the kid starts crying. And the dog starts freaking out. Yeah, so they're both spooked. Yeah, both the kid and the dog. I'd say animals always know, don't they? They do. I don't know about kids. No, me neither. I think the kid might have freaked out because the dog started yeah, freaking out. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jim just chucks the dog outside. He's like, get out. Clear off out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the dog does. The dog goes outside and it becomes our second victim. We don't know that at this point, but it gets attacked. Um, quite comically, I guess. Yeah, it it, I mean, it was definitely a puppet when it was being attacked. Yeah, it wasn't a dog. They, so, so they they wound the dog up a bit, got a bit angry, and yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. There was it, some. It got attacked by a green thing. Quite rudimentary uh, puppetry going on. Uh, Cut to the next morning, and I've written. Lady tries to feed the dog. Oh um, right, I I actually did about shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> when she goes, shows so the Jim's wife is called Carol. Who's called Carol? But we didn't find that out until say later that. on. So. <laughs> She goes out yep. the next morning yep. with the dog's food. Yeah. What's the dog called? Dog. <laughs> Don't know. Didn't get the dog's name. Okay. No, that's a shame. <laughs> that better be your fucking question. <laughs> so, um, she goes out with the Don't dog. Get most of the people's names. I'm not going to get the dog's name. <laughs> she goes out with the uh, the dog's called Baron. Okay. Yeah, they do say they it do quite say a lot. It. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, she goes out with a dog's bowl, goes to the, the I want to say hutch, it's not hutch, it's a kennel. kennel. <laughs> goes to the kennel, pulls the curtain back, and the cat jumps out. Yeah. Oh, fuck, oh, my word. <laughs> it did make me jump as well, I must admit. Because you're expecting it to be either a dead dog or some sort of sea creature. Sure. It's a little cat. Yeah. <laughs> it does make you dog. It does make you dog. <laughs> does make you jump. Um, they spot a bit of slime next to the kennel. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that looks like a trail. We'll follow that. So they do. Jim and Carol go off and follow this trail, looking for their dog. Because they don't know at the minute that their dog's dead. Now they end up on the beach. They or do. on a beach. And Jim spots it first, and then they both spot it. They find their very much dead dog. It's like... We should have probably gone to doesthedogdie.com before this film. We yes. still could, because uh, <laughs> lots of dogs yeah, die there's in more this dogs. <laughs> there's more dogs um, than this die. Many dogs. Yeah. A pa- pack? Packs yeah. of dogs. Packs of dogs. And... Um, <laughs> Actually, I thought this was not a bad... Of I know we're on a low bar. Yeah. I thought this was not a bad special effect. No, it wasn't. It, made, it did make me laugh. So it, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's this horrible... Mangled dog. Half-eaten dog. The eyes hanging out. Like fishing it's, it's all well, in like it? seaweed yeah. and, and humanoid jizz. <laughs> Slime and... <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're pretty upset. But yeah, they're not upset right. for very long. 
No. Because um, there's there's stuff to do. Yeah, there is. Shit that needs doing. Um, cut from there, we go to the back to the harbour, or the area where the boats are. Yeah. I guess it's a harbour. And there's more dead dogs. Yeah. Um, in fact, all the dogs are dead, except for one dog. So they, they yeah, and this comes up later, to say they have a load of yard dogs, they're yeah. called. So they just like keep an eye on the boats and stuff while people are in their normal houses, I yeah. suppose. And uh, so Slattery, yeah. is the, he's like the villain, isn't he? He's the villain of the piece. Uh, and he, he's like a rival fisherman to Jim. Yeah, to and, everybody. And him and his... his goons. Goons, yeah, good word. <laughs> they, they turn up and they find all these dead dogs in yeah. the boatyard. Uh, apart from one. Yes. And it's, there's a husky still alive. Yeah. And uh, the husky is owned by the fantastically named <laughs> character of Johnny Eagles. Yes. Uh, and he is of Native American descent. It's not what they call him in the film. But so yes. this film now just goes massively racist. <laughs> it does. Uh, because everyone hates this, yeah, this Native guy. American guy. Yeah. So He's the only so, one who doesn't want the cannery. Yes, yeah, so it, because it's an affront to sort of the the heritage of the exactly. area, and um, his his uh, ancestors have owned the land, sort of thing. Yeah. So you know, it's the whole story of America, yeah, just wrapped up neatly here for us. Um, and it does it does it gets extremely racist now because everyone hates Johnny Eagles, and um, Slattery immediately says, "Well, there's only one dog still alive. Yeah, that fucker's gone and killed all these other dogs." Yeah. And the whole town jumps to that conclusion. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Um, there are some choice words used at this point, which we won't repeat. No. Um, yeah. This is... This not is, is... I don't know we're judging this from a totally different time. Yeah. But it, it's... Just the attitudes in this film, I find it really took me back a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know... He does become the hero of the piece in the end. He does. But... And, and, but the sexism as well. Just It was literally yeah, like, the, the, like, get yeah. back indoors, you woman. Yeah, it's late seventies, early eighties, yeah. isn't it? That's what the attitude was. It's, it's crazy how far we've come, yeah. and in the same breath, how far we haven't come. I know. Cut from this point to a lady who is at home alone. Um, I believe she was called Peggy. Yes. Um, she gets spooked. She's on. She's she on the phone to somebody, or she's talking to somebody. She's she's and... just got into. I didn't understand the process of events here <laughs> because she's. We see her. She just finished getting into her sexy lingerie. Yeah. And then she gets spooked by some clothes. Yeah. Which, which I didn't understand because I, I, so there's some clothes hanging in the in the hallway. Yeah. And one of them falls off its hanger. Yeah. But it sounds like the sound effects that accompanies it. Some of it's the like sound a blade slicing. Yeah. Some of the sound effects in this film are awful. And it really, awful. I have to rewind. I, 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 I went back twice. <laughs> really? I was like, what? Someone just dropped a guillotine. <laughs> And it was just a dressing gown falling off a hanger. It's crazy. Um, so she gets spooked by that. Yep. Yeah. So then she, she gets spooked by the dishes. Yep. Yeah. Because she's very jumpy. This yeah. This is just as she's walking through the house. So yeah. a, a, a dish falls off the side. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets spooked by the phone. Yeah. Because the phone rings. Yeah. And it's her friend saying, oh, we'll be around soon because we're, yeah. we're going somewhere. We're coming. Yeah, we're going somewhere. And then she gets spooked by a boyfriend turning up. Before that, she grabs a fork. Oh, yes, Which she it really made me laugh. She's like, whatever's spooking me, I'm going to kill it with this normal kitchen fork. Yeah. Um, yeah, her boyfriend, that's the payoff of the scene that whoever was spooking her was her so boyfriend. I didn't understand why she got into a lingerie. If they're going out. Yeah. Because he, he's called Johnny? Jerry. 
Uh, yes. Jerry. I'm sure he was called Jerry. Um, and he, he he's all horny and he wants to do the sex. Yeah, he does. And, but she's like, no, we can't. Tom and Carol, are, uh, Tom and Linda are coming over. Yeah, I'm just wearing I'm, this. I'm just wearing, <laughs> I've literally just put this on for no reason other than to wind you up and then put you back down again. Um, Good on her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I've missed you. <laughs> they, we got to a dance at this point. There's uh, like a town village dance going on. It's not just any village dance. It's the 75th annual Noyo Salmon Fish Festival. (laughs) Cool. Noyo being the town. Is it called Noyo? Yeah. I may be pronouncing it. It might be Noyo. I think it was Noya. Oh, it's N-O-Y-O. I thought it was N-O-Y-A. I might be wrong though. Maybe my eyes went (laughs) wrong. I thought it was Noya, but okay. Well, it doesn't matter. The town's called something similar to that. And this dance appears to be to introduce the town to the people who are going to be running the cannery. So they have uh, certainly seized upon the opportunity of this party atmosphere. Yeah. And yeah, they are sitting up on stage in the town hall, aren't they? Very campily waving at everybody. Yeah. Both of them. Um, And this is where we first meet Dr. Drake. Yes. Susan Drake. Um, Why a cannery company need a doctor scientist with them, I don't know. But we do find that out. We do, yeah. they're like the guests of honour at this dance. Yeah, so you got like the CEO of... <laughs> if you were coming up with a fictional company... Yeah. ...who... And their business is to can stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is there a better name yet? A name that involves less effort to come up with than Canco. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so somebody's just gone, we need a name for a can company. Can company. That'll do. <laughs> I loved it. It's really funny. There are bits of this film that are funny, but mainly because it's so shit. Yeah. And it it revels in the fact that it's shit, but I don't think it knows. I think it's probably learnt that it's shit over the 40 years, but at the time it came out, it probably wasn't meant to be. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's learnt. I, I'm seeing this with some probably rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Because there's, I don't I, think this was made tongue-in-cheek. There's nothing scary about this film. But apart from that cat. Eight, apart from that cat. <laughs> Back in the eighties, it probably was classic. That's as a what they were film. going for. They were going. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be like nowadays. You'll get comedy B movie cheese. Yeah, but Tongue that's based G. on these sort of films. Yeah, exactly. That, that this film wasn't intentionally made like that. It's just become like that from its legacy, I guess. I, and I tell you what was more creepy than than the monsters we'll soon meet, and that was everyone apart from Doctor Drake who worked for this fucking canning company. They were weirdos. <laughs> you got this like hunchback really odd voiced guy who's the CEO yeah and then the little guy with the moustache little weaselly guy who like dances with Dr. Drake <laughs> yeah they were they, they were, were creepy they were they were like puppets yeah it was really weird during this dance uh, we, we meet back up with Jerry and Peggy again who were the two kids from earlier yeah um, they never make it inside so they end up lying in the back of a truck yeah he's just like he's definitely going to try and get some out of this yeah. guy um, so all the way through the next few scenes they're just making out in the back of this truck and it's for one single payoff yeah. that does come eventually unlike Jerry <laughs> <laughs> wow your comedy timing sometimes is incredible um, the party is quickly interrupted by Johnny Eagles walking in yeah holding his dead dog I, I, and this actually made me go oh yeah things are picking up here yeah because, and, and this was quite impactful so he walks in he's holding this this dog and he's covered in blood yeah um somebody's and, killed his dog yeah and he, he straight away goes to slattery and says you've killed my dog yeah uh, and slattery says 
Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> you killed our dogs. Because you killed they all the other ones. They'd killed, he'd killed all the other dogs. Uh, and Eagles just says, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then he sort of, because he's got the floor, everyone's looking at him, everything's yeah. stopped. And he says, this isn't happening. This canner is not happening. Yeah, I'm going to do everything in my power I'm going to, to court. Stop I've got a lawyer. Yeah. You will not be building on my ancestral land. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty adamant that he's going to win. And yeah. he's, so he gets thrown out. Um, they kind of group together and kick him out. Because he's not clustered as the good guy at this point. He's, no. The whole town is against him. Yeah. The whole town wants his counter except for him. He gets followed out by Slattery and his goons and pretty much the rest of the whole yeah, town comes Because like, they know there's a fight that's going to kick up. There's going to be some action. Everyone's heading outside. Um, Slattery knocks him on his ass and he gets up and they start beating him. Yeah, and it's um, soon like three, four, 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 four on, on one. one. Yeah. Um, cut to what I've written here as the very worst fight scene in the history of cinema. It's pretty bad. It's fucking awful. <laughs> so Jim, um, our hero, he comes out to like, like I'm putting a stop to this. Yeah, let's just. So he gets, he but he doesn't stop it. He just starts fighting on Johnny's side. Yeah. So and he cleans house. He does, but you never see him hit a punch. You never see anybody hit a punch. Because, no, but Jim in particular. <laughs> no, he's just what he's just flailing around. And at one point, he's like, uh, "I've got this guy. Get my back!" And there's nobody there. Yeah, but you <laughs> like, you see like Slattery and Eagles throw a punch. Yeah, and and it's yeah the sub fight fight scene is really bad, so you don't really see him land or anything. And the sound but, effect of each punch is exactly yeah. the same. It's like, and it's fucking Ryu's. It's, it's not even a, like a punch sound effect. Yeah. it's like a I don't know. It's like a door slamming. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll try and cut it in. But when Jim turns up, you the camera. So you'll see him like pull back or raise his fist. Yeah. But then the camera cuts before he even throws, throws a punch. Yeah. Like the guy. You never see Jim looks. Sort of, looks maybe he was a great actor. I don't want to. <laughs> I feel like I'm really ragging on Doug McClure here, but um, he can't throw a punch. I presume he no. couldn't do it because the camera cuts every time. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, all these goons are on go, the floor. Go flying. But it looks like he just stands there in the middle and never yeah. does anything, and that people just go flying all around yeah. it. It's or it's. It's awful. It's the worst scene in this film. So but, what it kind of reminded me on, but it's it's like this is magnified to another level, is when I used to watch the you know when your kids used to watch the A Team, yeah, and they had they had some fight scenes that weren't bad because most of you know they were youngish yeah. until like Hannibal turned up, yeah, and he was too old he couldn't <laughs> do anything. But even you'd see him throw a punch. But that's kind of what it reminded yeah. me of. Um, but it was worse. It was, it was so slow as well. It was like, you could tell it was choreographed really badly. Yeah. It's like, right, you run in now and dive over that guy's back. Yeah. So that happens. And then it all stops. And then you write, now you punch this guy while he punches you. And it's like, it was, it was so bad. And then, to, 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 <laughs> and this might be my favorite bit of the whole fight scene. You just hear, it's sound effects again. These like, someone's shot a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> like there's two gunshots. Like someone has literally launched a cannon. Yeah. And then, you cut to the sheriff yeah. and his gun's down by his yeah. he's, he's putting his gun down and it's like that's a ter- that's a terrible cut as well yeah and this this sheriff just goes now now that's enough the the guy played the sheriff i don't know who he was but he was fucking awful <laughs> he was i don't know what film he was acting in it wasn't no no film because he wasn't really even acting he had the most monotonous no tone to his voice and it was just like that it was like right break it up now boys <laughs> That's <laughs> really creepy. But he, he spoke like that in every scene he's in. Yeah. His, his name was Hank, I think. Yeah, he was really bad. He was really bad. And that's it. That's the end that's of the... That's the end of the evening, I the guess. The evening, yeah. Oh, during that, during the fight scene, 
Jerry in the back of the van looks out to see what's going on and gets punched in the oh, face. Oh, he does, yeah. So he, he, he like lifts he lifts the window the in the back of the, up, in yeah. the back of the <laughs> back of the car and he gets caught in the yeah, just he just the looks out. He looks as he puts his head out. Somebody punches yeah. him in the face, and that's the payoff to that whole sex yeah. scene that he was going to be in. Um, next morning we cut to a cope. Every time I say Slattery, I want to say Tony Slattery, <laughs> and it isn't. It's just Slattery. Um, he's out on his boat. Um, he is heading towards Johnny Eagles. I yep. nearly said Johnny English. <laughs> <laughs> um, heading over towards Johnny Eagles' house, I guess. Yeah, so they, um, yeah, they're in a, a small little motorboat, aren't they? Sort of heading yeah. down the creek. Yeah. Um, and it, he's on his own at this point. He's, yeah, because he, he is. Yeah. He, he's, he heads there. And when he gets there, he doesn't do anything. He just listens and, he's, and he yes. can hear Johnny talking to... A lawyer, I guess. I think a, so, yeah. A big shot lawyer. So he overhears Johnny's entire plan. Yeah, convenient. Um, yeah, very conveniently. We're quite a long way into this very short film now, and not nothing's happened yet. Oh, really? <laughs> um, lots of stuff's been set up, but nothing's quite got there. And then it does, though, because we cut back to Jerry and Peggy, our lovebirds. Yep. And they're kind of frolicking off some rocks in the ocean. They are, yeah. And chilling out. Cut, this, these two scenes kind of play in between each other. They do, so yeah. Susan... The doctor, Doctor Susan Drake, whatever she's called, and the two guys from the cannery are out on Jim's boat with him. They've yeah, done... with Jim and Jim's uh, brother, brother, who I who thought I, was his son. I wrote son as well at this point. <laughs> um, and yeah, they've just gone out for the day fishing, I guess, and just yeah, he's get, just showing just to them see the ocean. And yeah, what they do, yeah. and they do, they do catch a few things. And we cut back to Jerry, and suddenly Jerry's kind of gaming about in the sea with Peggy. He's like making out that he's being pulled under and stuff. This is like a we see a big footprint on the sand. Yeah, don't we? and I, I do have to point this. out just before you get into the detail. Yeah, did you see Jerry's shorts? Yes, because <laughs> he is wearing the most incredible pair of cut-off denim shorts. Yeah. Little jorts, which are surely not the best thing to go swimming in. No, you wouldn't think so, would you? But I mean, all I'm saying is. You've never watched Arrested Development, have you? No. Tobias Funke would be proud <laughs> they were of these shorts. They were very short shorts and they were cut off jeans, like you say, but they yeah. were literally just a, just below his ass. I guess. <laughs> um, so he's kind of gaming about in the ocean with Peggy, making out that he's being pulled under and stuff. And then he does get pulled under. He does. Um, he's being attacked by one of these monsters, I guess. Peggy kind of goes, he's kind of floating in the ocean at that point. Peggy goes up to him and his face has been bitten off. Yeah, he surfaces and his half his face is off. And it's a really good effect. It was the best effect in this movie. It was, yeah. It's a, it really genuinely looked like something had bit off his face off. Yeah. It was really well done. Um, I, I, I don't know how, so I don't know. Does someone have a moment of clarity? or? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened, where it came from. Just after Peggy's obviously freaking out, screaming, and then she gets dragged away. Yeah. Um, and then she gets raped by a humanoid from the deep. Yeah, so it cuts back. She's on the beach and I've just put, she gets sea raped. Yeah, uh, boobs are wobbling all over the place. This yeah. is one of those scenes that would have been added in post-production. There was like one of the reshoots. Uh, it's not nice. It, it doesn't go on for very long, but it's it's quite disturbing. to. Yeah. It, it's the first time as well that we really get a full body shot of the monster. Yeah. Uh, it's just obviously just a man in a suit because it's yeah. from the 80s. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird one that. Cut from there to Slattery is back with his goons in the pub or in yeah, the bar. Yeah, and, and he's just sort of telling them, you well, know... He's telling them why he overheard, isn't he? He's, yeah, he, he says, you know, Eagles has got a lawyer. He's a, he's a big city lawyer. He's from out of town. Yeah. And he's going to do the case for free. <laughs> and Slattery says, you know... We need to shut we got, this down. We've got to take care yeah, we need of to, Eagles. We need to shut this down. Um, 
I've written a sentence here now that is one of those times where I've, I never thought I'd write this in my life. Um, I've written, a girl in a tent is about to get it on with a ventriloquist. Yes. <laughs> so again, we we got two things happening at once. So Slatter has yeah. done that. And then um, I, I've put Eagles, Jim Jr. It wasn't Jim Jr. It was Jim's brother. <laughs> and um, his girlfriend have all gone off to have some dinner. Yeah. So Eagles has basically said, uh, come back to mine and we'll talk about yeah, fish. Yeah. The, the guy's name's Tommy, isn't it? Yeah, the Jim's brother. Yeah, they kind of just. But he's more the same age as Johnny. Johnny. Eagles. So they, 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 they've obviously grown up together, yeah. mates. And he, do, he does agree to go and chat with him and yeah. talk to him about what's going on. Uh, that's all cut in with this bizarre scene. So a couple in a tent, <laughs> which I presume is completely added in post because these yeah. two characters have never been in it before. No, exactly. Since. They're about to get it on. The guy's a ventriloquist. He's got a ventriloquist dummy that looks disturbingly like him. Yeah. Um, the dummy is chatting up the girl. He's very good at throwing his voice. Yeah. Presumably he wasn't. And then he chucks the ventriloquist dummy away. And just as he does that, and they're about to get it on, the tent gets ripped open. It kind of jumps in and rips the guy up because he kind of gets attacked first and she gets away. And she's running across the beach, fully naked. This is the day she was yep. born. Um, everything's flapping everywhere. <laughs> it sure is. But then she gets caught by another one. So at this point, there's two. And she gets killed, I guess. But this scene's never referenced again. No, it isn't. It's bizarre. It's just out of nowhere. There's, it's just a case of, let's have a fully naked girl in it. Yeah. That's all this was. Yeah, and it, it was quite clearly just added in after. It, yeah, the, like these two characters were not in it before or after. Nobody ever talks about them. They never get mentioned about, oh, these two kids have been killed. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, we've got a kind of culmination of events at Eagles's yeah place because we again from monster cam yeah. we see um the monster approaching the Eagles property yeah but Slattery and his goons are also approaching yeah obviously everyone's got very different uh ideas in mind and and Slattery and his goons basically throw a Molotov cocktail at Eagles's house yes and again are you sure that's what it was because <laughs> I've put I think they just threw a nuclear bomb at yeah. his house <laughs> It was a very small bottle of some spirits that was on I, fire. It was efficient. It fucking did the job. The entire camp went up yeah. in the biggest explosion I think I've ever seen on film. It was ridiculous. Yes. It what was, was in that bottle? What, fuck, like napalm? I don't know. The whole place gets destroyed instantly. Yeah. It blew my mind. I've written here, was that a fucking nuke? <laughs> <laughs> because the whole, it was just crazy. And... While this is then going on, they Tommy's got like a, Johnny's got like a pump pose. Yeah. So he's trying to put his for some reason trying to put his house out, even though it's completely destroyed. <laughs> um, Tommy's going over to the, I guess it's the sea, but it's kind of it's a tribu- it's, tributary. Good word. <laughs> um, so he's getting buckets out of there and trying to get water, um, but something pulls him in the water. It does. One of these monsters. Tommy's he's like flailing around. He gets a few punches in on it, I think. Yeah. Uh, Johnny notices he manages to shoot it and Tommy gets out of the water. Uh, he gets a couple of shots in on... I think there's two of them there. Two I think there is, yeah. He gets a couple of shots in on it. And then they they send off Johnny's girl, uh, Tommy's girlfriend. Yeah, Linda. Who, Linda. Uh, she's gone off for some help. Yeah, she go, she go takes, and raise the takes alarm Johnny's, in town. Take yeah. my truck. Take Johnny's truck. Go and get some help because my house is on fire. She drives off. She drives off this... Drive this truck... Unfortunately, one's on the roof yeah. of the truck while she's driving and manages to punch through the windscreen. But she manages to break and 
throw it off the car. Yeah, she, she kind of, yeah, she shrugs that one off. And, yeah, she, and then she sits and relaxes as if it's all over. Even she, though it's and lying she definitely on the street drives from, over it because there's a crunch. She does, yeah. And it's lying in the street in front of it. It's clearly not dead. Yeah. And she just relaxes. She's like, oh, thank God, it's all over. Uh, and then another one jumps her from behind through yeah. the back window of the, the truck. And she, unfortunately, drives the truck off a bridge. Yeah, it causes her to lose control. Yep. Just as she's going over a ravine. Yep. So she, the vehicle hits the floor below and must have hit another nuke because that <laughs> fucking thing went up like, I don't know what as well, like a 10 megaton bomb. That was the biggest, that was almost a bigger explosion than the house. And boom. It, it just went boom. The whole truck just went up. I'm not kidding you. They're both ridiculous explosions. Yeah. Ridiculous explosions. There's nothing even in that truck to make it blow up. Um, cut back to later on that night, I guess. Or uh, I thought it was it really the early the next morning because yeah, it it's be. kind of like hazy, isn't yeah. it? And then Slattery and a couple of his goons are talking about these missing people. Yep. So one of them's going, oh, I've not seen Peggy for a couple of days. Um, and and it, so, you know, they're starting to um, Notice. be noticed. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Johnny Eagles rounds the corner on in the boat. river, yeah. in his boat. And he's got Tommy wrapped up. Yeah. And he's, I need an ambulance. We've got to get him to hospital. It's taken a long time. Yeah. Because <laughs> they went back for dinner. So you'd imagine it was early evening when sure. all this happened. Um, and now he's, he's taken him all night to get back. Yeah, so they, they, get in, they get Tommy into the back of a truck, don't they? And Jim's wife goes off with him into the ambulance. Well, not an ambulance, back of a truck bed. And Johnny tries to explain to the rest of the town that sea monsters have done this. Yeah. This is monsters from the deep exactly. that have done this. Um. And everybody believes him quite quickly. <laughs> There's not a lot of argument going on at this point. Not not really. I mean... Slattery obviously Slattery's says, a bit like, well, you've done this to him. Yeah, you took at him first. At first. But then... Jim buys it straight away. Yeah, and, and Dr. Drake straight away as well is like... Dr. Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. And straight away, she, um, she says, right, take me yeah. to... Sorry, let me start again. <laughs> It's I didn't even like, notice that it's one. It's not that kind of film. She says, it is. <laughs> she says, um, yeah, take me to um, to where you've had this fight with these sea yeah. monsters. Let's let's find some evidence. Jim's really keen to go out as well and yeah. find out what's going on. Johnny says, well, I, nobody wants to go with Jim. They're all like, nah, fuck off. I'm yeah. not going out with you. Johnny, go to coast. Come on then. I'll go. And then Jake's like, well, I'm coming with you as well. Sure. So the three of them go off together. And they go back to what's remaining of the... Johnny's like, camp, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the pier. I want to say house, but it's not really a house. It's more like a shack. Shack, yeah. yeah. Um, so they go out there. Um, Susan explains that whatever these are, they appear to be nocturnal because they're not there anymore. <laughs> like, you know, he said Jim doesn't know how to fight or throw a punch. Hmm. Dr. Drake doesn't know how to hold a camera. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Because she's like, she's got this little camera taking all these photos. But at no point is her eye looking through no. the viewfinder. She's doing it as if it's a digital camera. She's like 20 yeah. years too late, yeah. too early. She's just pointing it and clicking it. She's not looking where she's clicking. And sometimes she's looking at the camera doing her acting. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, the, as in the camera yeah. filming the movie. Yeah. And she's got this little photo camera on her cheek. <laughs> and it just really made me laugh. Yeah, you're right. Like, it was funny. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> They go back out on their boat after this, and I've written Johnny accidentally catches a salmon. Yeah, <laughs> because they were the fishing. Actual fish. Wasn't they it? were there. Yeah, they were fishing, and I presume they were trying to catch whatever it is that yeah. they think's doing this. And Jim says, "Oh, I've never been so disappointed to catch a salmon." 
And I'm like, what were you expecting? You were going to catch a human. So I don't, I don't know why they'd gone back into the ocean. No, into the ocean. But anyway, it's convenient because not long after, yeah. uh, Doctor Drake says, "Oh, look, there's there's some caves." Yeah. As there are yeah. in rocks yeah, that's <laughs> on just... the coastline. But Jim looked at him as if he'd never seen them before. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there are some caves over there, even though I've grown up in this entire <laughs> I've town. I've fished these waters for 40, <laughs> 40 years. years and never spotted those. So, so Drake's like, can we go and have a look? Yeah. Uh, in the meantime of that, Jim gets a call on his radio that Tommy's going to be okay. Yeah. So that's nice to know. That's quick. And so they head over to these caves in the like a mini rubber boat thing. Rubber boat? Is that a thing? <laughs> rubber dinghy? I spent enough weeks in one. <laughs> have you? Yeah, on the back of this stream. Oh, of course, yeah. And they go into a cave. And what they find in the cave is a nest yep. of a lot of these sea creatures. They do. It's very light in this cave. Yes. It's not a dark cave. It's a particularly light cave. Um, there's loads of them. It's probably four or five. Yeah. Uh, so they shoot the shit out of all of them. Johnny Eagles harpoons one. It does, yeah, right in the chest. Uh, John Jim manages to save... Jo- Johnny's been attacked by one. Jim manages to save it. There's a bit of a fight scene i guess yeah. between them all and eventually after after they're all dead admittedly i've read in the trivia i'm going to go off piece a little bit there, there will appear to be about five things here i, I would guess. say so yeah they only have one costume right and two half costumes okay so it could only be shot from the yeah. neck upwards so that's quite good camera work i guess yeah yeah that it made it look like there was more of them when there wasn't and, the, and they do that work quite well later on to be fair yeah. to them as well there's only they only have one and a half costumes apparently just after this fight, and they're trying, they're like investigating around the camp nest. They find Peggy. Yes, Peggy is not dead. No, she um, is covered, she's in, covered seaweed. in seaweed. And they uncover her face, and then keep going. Yeah, <laughs> until they eventually uncover her boobs, and then they stop. So we get a nice another boob shot of Peggy. Unnecessary boob shot. Um, that's the point where another one attacks them, and then Johnny harpoons it in the chest, and they leave. They get, they manage to get one back to. A lab. Yes. Now, I don't know where they've had a lab from. No. Susan Dro- is a drop-in lab. So she has her own lab, even though she works for a cannery. <laughs> she, the guy who, the little guy who works for the cannery. Oh, the little moustache weasel He's also guy. in the lab. Why yeah. they've got this monster on the table in front of them. Yeah. And he's still trying to deny that it exists. <laughs> it is. Even though it's lying right there in front of him. And she calls him a stupid ass. Yes, it really made me laugh. Um, she completely loses her shit with him and ends up throwing him out. She goes, she goes. I tell you what, if you're going to do anything useful, you can go and set up the video in the in, in the, the projector room. room, and we'll tell these guys what's going on. She's like, I've been t- trying to tell you these things exist for years, yeah, and you've ignored me and ignored me and ignored me. And now you've got one in front of you. You can't deny it anymore. Um, you stupid ass. <laughs> so they go and they watch a really useful video. Yeah. Uh, where Dr. Drake explains that... Every time you say Dr. Drake, I think of Dr. Drake. <laughs> that um, she explains that um, she is releasing a really useful range of headphones. Uh, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She explains <laughs> that um, she has been working on modifying the DNA of salmon yeah. to essentially develop them quicker. Yeah. Um, so that the cannery can produce more salmon yeah. at a greater rate to produce more cans yeah. and make more money. Yeah. Uh, she does, however, say that recently over 3,000 of these DNA-modified salmon escaped. Yeah. Uh, and immediately jumps to the conclusion that this... What do they call it? What's this fish species? A colacanth? Yeah, something like that. Has eaten these modified salmon 
and quickly evolved into these humanoids. Yeah. So she, that's wrapped up pretty quickly. <laughs> she says they've crazy evolved to the point that they need to mate with humans. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're back in the town. There's a fair going on. Yes. Yeah, so this um, is the evening of uh, the next day of the the salmon, salmon festival, festival. Still, still going on. Uh, there's a radio host there. He's hosting it on the radio. Whatever's going on. Um, Miss Salmon is there. Yeah. Whose name is Sandy. She's she's all over it. Miss Salmon, 1980. Yeah. I've written here. The town's called Neuer, N-Y-Y-A. So. Oh, there you go. Um, there's lots of dancing. Yeah. There's lots of shit going on. Everybody's Coconuts. a bit down, but the mayor's trying to like Sh- cheer them up. And, and, like yeah. It's like a proper fair. There's Ferris wheels and yeah. stuff. Um, and then Jim shows up. He just fucking wangs this half a sea monster on the board. Yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. There's a fucking sea monster here. And the whole town's like, oh my God, there's a sea monster. Then this film goes fucking crazy. <laughs> um, suddenly they start popping up through the boardwalk. They do. I guess it's like a pier or a boardwalk. Yeah, or yeah. Or something. They, these monsters start literally exploding through the wooden boards. Uh, it's just chaos. It's chaos. For I've quite a this. long time. It's actually chaos. There's a scream sound effect of a lady screaming that is triggered constantly now yeah. for the rest of this film it's just there in the background there's always a lady screaming and it is very annoying um everybody's everybody's running around like mad things people there's, getting there's, ripped there's apart. monsters everywhere there's limbs being pulled off uh, a girl on roller skates gets raped yeah by a sea monster <laughs> um jim and susan start spraying gas that's like petrol into the sea <laughs> she has got <laughs> So she's she Jim's driving the boat around the harbour and and uh, Doctor Drake Susan has got the most pathetic hose, <laughs> piddly bit of gas coming yeah. out of this hose, and this is how they're going to defeat. Yeah, the they're going to defeat them by setting the sea on fire. Right, that's what. Even though they're all out on the side, on the boardwalk and stuff, they're going to set the sea on fire. Yeah. The radio DJ gets his chest ripped open whilst he's live on air. Yeah, a sea monster gets on the. Um, Carousel. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a couple out on there. That's quite funny because every time it spins around, it's getting closer yeah. to the person on the carousel till eventually it eats it. Um, One goes on fire. Yeah. Cut back as well to Jim's missus, who is called Carol. Yes. She is home alone with the kid. Yeah. So she hasn't gone to this festival no. uh, that the whole town's gone to. Just she's, leave her alone. There's nothing she's to She's in the shower, about. yeah. Cut back to the chaos that's going on. Miss Salmon's boobs have fallen out now. <laughs> Um, she, for some reason she was fully clothed and then all of a sudden her clothes fell off yeah li- yeah and, i don't think she'd been attacked by that point no she just she she's, was running away from it and topless. her boobs just wabbed out yeah <laughs> <laughs> um one of i presume one of slattery's kids or a kid that slattery was trying to save um johnny manages to save yeah they kind of team up don't they yeah i presume it was slattery's kids oh, I, I hadn't put that together i'm not sure it doesn't. I don't. Slattery is trying to save a kid, and they eventually team up and save this yeah, kid. Yeah. So, so these mortal enemies, Johnny Eagles and Slattery, Slattery, <laughs> Tony, team up um, and save this this lad. I think it was his kid. I'm, I'm going to say it was his kid. As he's trying to save it, though, he gets into trouble, and Johnny eventually saves him as well. He does. Yeah. So they have like a bonding moment. Yeah. Susan at this point then sets the sea on fire. She has a flare gun, I guess. Yeah. They ignite these pools of gas, which go nowhere near the boardwalk. Nope. There, I, I counted them. There are six very specific areas of fire. Yeah, circles not, not of big fire, areas. not big, easy to swim around. Yeah, um, but this works somehow. <laughs> it does. Um, Maybe the monsters were attracted 
to the fire yeah. and just willingly jumped into Maybe. Them. Who knows? I, I don't know. This looks At no point has it awful. explained. It did. Um, they get the boat back to shore. Susan suddenly, as she gets off the boat, gets attacked by one of them. Um, Johnny manages to shoot that with his never-ending shotgun as yep. well. He never reloads, but he's got hundreds of guns, uh, hundreds of bullets, shells. He kills a couple more. Um, Jim suddenly remembers that he's got a wife. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's literally, so, where's my wife? And oh, shit. Someone says to him, she's at home with the kid. Yeah. So he doesn't even know. He proper freaks out. He's like, oh my God, I completely forgot I've got a wife. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets back on his boat and he drives through this sea that he's just set on fire. Yep. To go back home. One of the monsters gets killed by a mob. They yes. get like, surrounded by six or seven people with bats. They do. Jim's wife, meanwhile, is being attacked by two of the monsters uh, in her house. One grabs her through the door. It kind of comes through. It's like a letterbox almost. Yeah. Puts his hand. So she stabs it in the hand a couple of times. And then she sprays another one with some sort of chemical and stabs the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> she literally, she gets this knife and she just destroys it. You, you see all its insides rip open. It's quite and, a good effect, to be and, fair. They're not... I mean, the monsters are bad. Yeah, they're the, just people in the, but, Yeah, but the, the face and the head are not too no, bad. No, they're not. They do look like overgrown and, fish. and they've got like a brain on they've the got, outside. Yeah, like an exposed brain on the top. The, they're like actual, like like you say, the body and they've got these horrible, the long arms and that, that's awful. But the yeah. actual face of the monsters isn't too bad. Yeah. So and, and that's what this focus on is her stabbing this yeah. head over and over again. Yeah, to the point where she literally rips it into yeah. pieces. Um, Jim comes home just after all this has happened. Uh, great time in Jim. Good time in Jim. And they kind of go, oh, great. We're both still alive. Cut then, I presume the next morning. Again, it's, light it's, out it's really early, isn't it? There's misty. And... But it seems like this has just happened. Yeah. So people are still staggering around. It's yeah. like a war zone. But it's it? light now, not dark yeah. as it was earlier. So I don't know. The timing's a bit off there. And they're just staggering through the destruction. And Jim, yeah, so Jim and Carol and the, and the little boy. They meet up with the sheriff again. They see the sheriff. This was hilarious. <laughs> and Jim's like, what's going on? What's happened? And the sheriff's just like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. And then Jim's like, where's where's Drake? And and the sheriff's like, I think she's gone. Gone, done. Gone back, lab. Back to the lab. <laughs> yeah, we never see Drake again. No. she just After she got attacked by that one and Johnny saved her, we never see her again. Until the very end scene in this film which we need to discuss. Cuts to the lab. Cuts to the lab where Sarah, Sarah Drake, Dr. Drake, is with Peggy. Now... Remember her. Remember her. She's the one who got raped by a monster at the beginning. Yeah. Unfortunately, Peggy's now in labour. Yeah. Um, she's having a baby, which is bad times, I guess, when you've been impregnated by a sea creature. Yeah, I don't think it's Jerry's. No, I don't think it is, because it, uh, it aliens out of her stomach. Yeah. It literally does like chest burst. Yeah. And it's exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, they've just alien. ripped off Alien. They're 100% ripped off Alien. And the film ends. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my sequel? It's a very good question. There's a remake <laughs> okay. from 96. It was remade in 1996, but it, there was never a sequel. What did you think? Um, it's terrible. It's, it is terrible. It, it, it's, it's, I, I, and I didn't not enjoy it from because I did find it funny, but that's not how it was made. Uh, yeah, exactly. It it was not supposed to be funny, but there's a real kitschness to it. Yeah, and um, it is not scary in the slightest. There's gratuitous nudity for no reason. Yeah, and it's offensive. It, the yeah. the way it treats women is downright offensive. Yeah, and Native Americans. Yeah, and that is all really quite reprehensible. It's so of its time. Yeah, it it has not aged well. No, not at all. But even if I think about the difference between this and 
like you know the couple of 80s films we've seen in our other seasons yeah this feels like it was out of time even four years a few years later yeah do you know what i mean i i think it's a real it's a real turn of the that decade that decade when that turned yeah there was a real uplift in cinema in the 80s from the 70s and it really feels like it's teetering on that certainly in terms of this sort of schlocky type of yeah. stuff uh, the acting's terrible the, yeah the, the the story's terrible yeah the the like you say you you can clearly just, see the bits that have been snipped in yeah you never see what happens to them no it just cuts away from the just the chaos that's going on to jim's missus she kills two and then it's all done yeah you never see what happens at the fair to where do they all go yeah they, they just like <laughs> i said did they just jump into the lakes of yeah. flame don't know because or did they manage to kill them all i don't know it's not a good film no it's not a good film um I was entertained, but mainly because I was looking forward to talking about it on here. Yeah, definitely. I, I love. I knew it was you, going to be fun to talk about. Yeah, I knew. You know, I love this sort of schlocky B movie. It just isn't an entertaining one. I I didn't hate it while I, I was watching. No, it. I didn't either. But but it's, it's not a good film. I wouldn't watch it again. No, and I wouldn't recommend other it's people not, watch it. It's, it's not got. There are better examples of this film out there. Yeah, it's not got enough kitschness and cuteness to warrant that. No, it's it's quite nasty, really. Yeah, to be honest, it is. And there are there are better there are better examples of this kind of film if yeah. you want to watch an eighties monster movie. Definitely, there's hundreds of better ones. Definitely. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm conscious that we're going really long on this episode. Um, do you have a trivia question? I've got a few. I've got three. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't remember whose turn it is to go first. It's your turn to go first because I stole your thunder last week. Oh, you did. Yeah. So just so the score is ten eight, isn't it? Yes. To myself. Correct. I don't know if I can give you this. I feel <laughs> I don't know if I'd feel guilty giving you this one. Okay. I, none of these are particularly easy. I will say that. Okay. I don't, well, I don't think they are. Um. Okay. I, I'm not going to give you this one, but I want to mention a bit of trivia after. So. Okay. Um. I will ask you, the boat that explodes at the start with the little kid, our, when we first see our first humanoid from the deep. Yeah. Uh, and has got the like dragon style seagulls hovering over it. What is that boat called? Fox sake, I don't know. Um, oh, I feel like it's close. Is it something like Neptune? No, something similar to that. No, no. Okay, I don't know then. It's. I can't be giving away points <laughs> at this late stage. I can't. It's the Bucko. Oh, I would never have. Oh, really? Because they did. They didn't mention it. If you just, that bit when we say like where Jim's like, oh. Fucking boats exploded over there. Oh, he's, he he's points a, it out. Yeah, it's mentioned quite a few times. I worked with somebody called that as well. Oh, really? Annoying. Is it um, a boat? Probably. <laughs> um, I've got three questions. I'm not sure. I think you'll know all of them. And I'm quite... I don't know what to go with. Okay, I'm going to go... I think you'll know this. The During the Salmon Festival, yep. we meet a radio DJ. We do. Do you, you do. I can already tell you do. I'm not going to ask you that one. <laughs> what? Do you know his name? I do know his name, yeah. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Old quadruple M. Yeah. Madman Mike Michaels. That's him. Do you know the name of the radio station? Kfish. Yeah. Can I ask you my third one? Yeah. At the very end of the film, Carol sprays something on the monster to yeah. distract it before she stabs it. What is it that she sprays on it? Drain cleaner. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> You watch these films too closely. I haven't got that one written down. Not three points. I had to pause it to see what it was because <laughs> it literally flicks up so quick. I think I went back and checked. Fuck. So what's that? Eleven eight. Yeah. With four four episodes left. Yeah. You can do it. 
it's going to be a come I might back. have to give it you next week if I don't get it next week that's all yours the other one that I nearly gave you yeah if I know this I'm going to be furious uh, can you tell me who composed the music for this movie no because it's someone really quite famous really yeah I, I don't I, even remember any music in it I mean I, I literally just saw it is it his, his name famous as like a film co- composer yeah like somebody like John Williams or well not quite that level <laughs> but yeah very famous film composer Danny Elfman uh, no, James Horner. Oh, really? Who I believe is most famous for Titanic. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so yeah, this was one of his early, early films. Early I imagine contributions to cinema. I can't believe you took took the lead so much. Eleven eight. Potentially, you could win that next week. Oh, exciting! You're doing really well. Eleven's good for this I, point. What was? I can't remember how. Um, I, I, I don't think you last... won with. I don't think you had eleven points last year, and you won it. I can't remember. I don't know. We're ditching it next season because okay. you've won it twice. So fuck it. Um, we need to talk stream table. Sure, because we need to get out of here because we've been going too long. Uh, where does this go in the stream table, Nick? Where do you want me to read from? Oh, I don't really know. Nor do I. Um, shall I read from the bottom? It's not bottom bottom. No. So, deadly detention still bottom. Uh, Thoroughbreds is 20 Holidays is 19 Advantageous is 18 Acts of Vengeance is 17 Ark 16 Tau's 15 Time Out's 14 and Zombievers is I don't think we need to go any further than that well I, I mean that is the it's better than Zombievers yeah no it's worse than Zombievers yeah so. and that's the only other thing we've seen that you can compare to yeah, this year as in monsters. it's a, 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 a it's water monsters <laughs> yeah exactly um but it's worse than that. It's w- much worse than that. It's worse Loads than Timeout. Yep. It's much worse than Tau. Yep. It's worse much than worse than Ark. It's much worse than Acts of Vengeance. It's Ad- worse than that. Advantageous isn't a great film. It's worse than that. Holidays? I, I think this is where we're talking. It's we're in this it. sort of area, aren't we? Holidays is a funny one because the majority of the short, that's the, the compilation of short films. Yep. Most of them are pretty bad, but there are a couple of good ones in there. It's better than Furrowbreds. For a is a terrible film, and it is definitely better than that. Oh, I don't know. It is. It is. I don't, I'm not sure about that. Really? I... It's better than Deadly Detention. We can agree yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah. Deadly Detention is still bottom. I mean, we're nitpicking here. It's, it, it's, it's somewhere between 18, any... 19, and 20. Yeah. I'll, I'll have it anywhere around there. I where, think... where are you drawn to? I think Advantageous. I didn't like Advantageous, but I think it's better. Yeah. The storyline is better. And it is as a film, it is a better film. So, and I think it's better than Thoroughbreds. I genuinely do. I did not enjoy that film at all. It's either side of holidays. Okay. You can pick. I wouldn't argue. I don't really care either. <laughs> um, Put it at 20. It's a nice round number. I think. Yeah. Just below holidays. Yep. Done. Deal. Should we pick next week's film? Let's do it. Let me open my randomizer. Make sure my volume's up. You should always pick on me for that. And I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Sure. Oh, no, before I do. Okay. What do you want? Uh, let's have a drama. A drama? Yeah. That's very broad. A- <laughs> Anything dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> let's have, yeah, but I'm, I'm you know, let, let's have them. Um, let's have something with some real, uh, I want to be really blown away by an acting performance. So a like really good performance. Yeah. I feel like we've not seen that for a while. Okay. I'm, I, this is going to sound really ridiculous. 
I don't want Deadly Detention to finish bottom of this stream table. <laughs> okay. I want to find something worse than Deadly Detention. All right, you want to go <laughs> proper scrapes and barrels. I do, I really do. Right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yeah, it's picked a film called 2036, Origin Unknown. Uh, any ideas what that is? If I, I mean, was to get I, you to guess. Are you getting me to guess? Yep. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I think you've got some kind of space slash alien-y type sci-fi, I think. Not bad. Okay. Not, that's exactly what you've got. Uh, do you want to know the synopsis? Yes, please. Uh, it says, After the first manned mission to Mars ends in a deadly crash, mission controller Mackenzie Mac Wilson assists an artificial intelligence system, ARTI, the, their investigation uncovers a mysterious object under the surface of Mars that could change the future of our planet as we know it. Okay. Do you want to know who's in it? Yes. Katie Sackhoff. Okay. <laughs> Fan of Katie Sackhoff's? Do you um, know who she is? I do. Uh, and I remember getting really confused because in season two, when we watched He's Out There, I thought Katie Sackhoff was in that whole film. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, wasn't it, was, <laughs> it was Yvonne Strahovski. Good memory. So I get those two confused. Katie Sackhoff is the one from Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Whereas Yvonne Strahovski was from... Something different about Scar Dexter? Yeah. Yeah, she was Hannah McKay in Dexter, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, currently rated at 4.4 on IMDb. Okay. So, yeah, go out and check out 2036 Origin Unknown, and we'll come back next week to talk to you about it. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>